When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, Andre, so if you're a Ford fan and you can't quite find a Raptor to buy or can't afford one, what's the next truck that you get? Well, there's a brand new truck that we recently spent two weeks with. It's the brand new F-150 Tremor. Guys, welcome to Talking Trucks. Today, it's Andre and myself, and we are going to be talking about the Ford Tremor and about other vehicles, well, trucks that compete with it. So if you love off-roading and if you love talking about trucks, you've come to the right place, Andre. So, Andre, I just got back from Moab uh, where I drove the Tremor. Yep, that's me. Yep. Uh, to, uh, well, Hell's Revenge. Yeah, so uh, first of all, uh, I want to ask you this, because you probably are the first person, at least I know, who took the Tremor on a road trip. How was it, dude? Um, what did you think about just the comfort, fuel efficiency? Tell me about your trip. Well, the first question you should be asking is, did I actually take it up Hell's Revenge? Did you take it No, I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> why, why not? I was by myself, uh, and I was on a very limited time frame. I was doing some scouting for um, a potential TFL West location, and so uh, I brought the Tremor along mainly as a great vehicle for a road trip, uh, and then to do a little bit of light off-roading and find out exactly how uh, it does when you know it gets steep and deep, which it got kind of steep and deep. Uh, if you head over to TFL Truck, you can watch my video of me going up one of the small like baby lion's backs. Yeah, it was a cool video, and you saw some other people there, and it looked beautiful as always. Yeah, so let's talk about the truck, uh, and let's talk about... Uh, uh, what it's like to road trip it. And Moab from here is about six hours. So I spent, what, maybe 12, 14 hours behind the wheel of the thing. That's a long enough time to get a yeah. good sense for the truck. Um, so uh, let's start with the look. Yes. Before we do that, I want to thank some Patreons. Yes. Uh, Patreon supporters. Patreon.com slash TFLcar is our page where you guys are supporting us. And it helps our podcast, both TFL um, Car Podcast and TFL Truck podcast as well and everything else and we have uh, actually a question i want to get to later from Corey mcleod who actually supports us on patreon is it a tremor or a raptor question yes perfect question yes. all right well, yes. well we'll get to that at the end of the show so stay tuned yeah so uh, let's define the truck first right good thinking what's, <laughs> andre what's a tremor what's an f-150 truck so actually uh so it's it's actually the last tremor in their lineup for Ford. So initially, and you were there at the introduction, the Super Duty tremor was announced, which is kind of an off-road package, suspension lift. You are wrong, sir. What? Initially, the tremor was oh. like a, 
I was there for really going to go there? I was there for that one, too, when they unveiled the original Tremor, which was like... Uh, 2014? Yeah, which was like a, a track truck, basically. It was so, like their version of the Lightning. Not the electric Lightning, but the old Lightning. We're really getting deep into the weeds here, Andre. Okay, so do, how far back do we need to go on the Tremor name? So the Tremor name was in the past. Then it was, like you said, on their kind of a sport truck, right? Yeah, it was, like a, it was like a lightweight, uh, quick... Uh, two-door. Two-door yeah. that, that was kind of like the, 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 the next version of the original Lightning. But it not was the electric EcoBoost. Lightning. It was an EcoBoost. It was an EcoBoost, turbo. Yeah, yeah. So now, fast forward, like, what, six years yep. or so. Um, and then Tremor name turned into an off-road name. Right? Yes. It, it first rolled out. I was there for that, too. <laughs> in a lot of places. When they, when they rolled out the uh, Super Duty, sorry, yes. not Heavy Duty, almost mistakenly called it. Let's face it, super duty, heavy duty, it's all the same thing. It is uh, a heavy duty truck, yes, yes absolutely. Yes. Uh, uh, when they rolled it out. So basically, for the longest time, the power wagon ruled the roost when it came to off-road heavy duty trucks. Uh, and then Ford said, hold my beer, yeah. <laughs> and rolled out the Tremor, which was really the first truck uh, in the heavy duty segment that not only was very off-road worthy because it had a lift, it had off-road tires, uh, it had you know skid plates. Locker, but, all that. Yeah. All lockers, but unlike the power wagon, it could be had with what, Andre? A diesel engine. Very good, yes. And, and then later on, of course, they brought out the winch option for it. It wasn't initial, but now the Super Duty Tremor comes with a winch. Op- optional have you ever seen equipment. one of those? I still haven't seen one. Yes, I have one. I saw one in real life. Really? Yes, it exists. It exists. It's okay. about $3,000 options, though, uh, for the winch. Uh, and then they rolled out a Ranger Tremor. Yes. Which is uh, currently their most off-road capable Ranger uh, mid-size truck. Uh, similar formula, right? So they gave it the lift, gave it bigger tires, slightly wider track. Uh, of course, lockers there, uh, all the um, computer modes, right? Yep. All of the um, off-road different A big modes. tremor sticker. A big tremor sticker. Um, and also, um, so also capability is there, right? Payload is mostly untouched. And also towing is relatively the same. So this formula is make it off-road capable, but leave a lot of the towing and payload uh, by itself. And finally, uh, they did not forget to... Of course, go after the most popular truck, as Ford would like to say, in America, and then they're lined up the F-150. So now we're talking about the F-150 Tremor, which is not a sport truck. <laughs> it, it's, not a, it's no longer a sport truck. It is still pretty powerful, um, but I think it's overdue. You know, Rebel came out in 2019. Then in 2020, the Trail Bus Chevrolet came out, right? Then the GMC 84, of course, TRD Pro. Uh, Toyotas have been around for many, many years. Uh, Pro 4X Titans have been around for many, many years. I think this Tremor option was long overdue. It's finally here. Yeah, so if you were to put it in the Ford lineup of off-roady trucks, you'd start with like a regular 4x4, then you go to an FX4, obviously. Then you would step up to a Tremor, and then you would step up to a Raptor, and then coming eventually a Raptor R. So it kind of sits in the middle there. It's, you know, it's, it's better than a... Uh, more off-road worthy than uh, an FX4, but it's not quite a Raptor. Uh, so it's like a Raptor light. What is it? What what did Ford add to it to make it a Tremor, Andre? So it's a, about a one-inch suspension lift. So it's a unique kind of springs in the front. Um, right now, if you're watching this, I'm also showing it next to a Rebel. Um, it's about a, a unique springs in the front. Of course, unique shocks, not name brand shocks. So this is basically Ford tuning, Ford. Uh, their own They're tuning black. of the shocks. They're painted black, not red or blue or yellow. 
in the rear, it's kind of a block lift. So they basically take the leaf spring, it's still leafs, uh, add a little block for a suspension lift, and then they add bigger tires, which I really, really like. This is basically a 33-inch tall tire option. Um, so it's not 35s, so it's not, a, it's not, you know, it doesn't really step on the territory where the Raptor lives. Um, but it's a little bit taller, it's a little bit wider. Then they gave it a couple of Raptor components. And by the way, speaking of tires, I remember ours came with the grabbers. Yeah, general. Yeah, general, general grabbers. grabbers yeah. Which, this is a factory choice for yep. the Tremor. And then they gave it, um, optionally, front torsion limited slip differential from the Raptor, which is also available in the Raptor, now available in the Tremor. And also the transfer cases from the Raptor, which is that all-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, very clever, uh, transfer case is also there. Yeah, and then ours came in this really cool, I like this color, it's, well, we had an LR3, it was, it was the LR3 color was, I think, called like uh, Royal Blue, which was a very deep and dark blue. Ford named it Antimatter Blue, so it, it depends. If you're looking at it at nighttime, it looks black, but uh -huh. if you're looking at it in daytime, you can see the metallic flick flake in the paint, and it's kind of a dark blue with a little bit of flake. It's a really cool color, Antimatter. Uh, it's not great for camera work because it it's kind of looks dark. It looks yeah, dark. Yeah. But when you're up close to it in the sunlight, it's quite uh, stunning. And then the interior, of course, they didn't just leave that alone. Uh, they, they took, in ours, uh, yellow stitching uh, and, of course, spelled out the word tremor across the headrest and then perforated the seats and then made the inside of the perforations yellow. So depending on how you look at the seat, it can either look... Um, black or yellow depending on you know your angle and then looking at your picture you can see I, I i don't know is that yellow or gold that they're doing that highlight in so do you know do you know what ford calls this color i, I you know ford calls the the <laughs> the bronco that we have orange but it is definitely yellow what do they call that color code orange oh jesus they called everything orange so but in my mind and it's gold, i'm not it's colorblind gold. it's gold. i mean yeah so it looks really yellowish gold which is a f great color and nonetheless so they painted toe hooks in yeah. this color they gave it kind of the grill uh, element uh, highlight in this color of course tremor stickers yeah. are, are there as well and like you said interior has um these um Gold or yellow or orange, depending I'm on. I'm going with gold, dude. Uh, depending on <laughs> who I, you I, ask. I, I put my wedding ring next to it, and it pretty much matched it. So, <laughs> which is not a bad color for an off-road truck. Gold, you know, award-winning gold. Gold's truck. in right now. If you, yeah. I, I don't know for a long time, like if you watch those home improvement shows, <laughs> gold was certainly out, but now yes. it's back. So, you know, we're seeing that trend in off-road. But trucks it's not as well. shiny. Right, it's that no. kind of a matte finish. Right, it's right. not it's not reflective uh, gold color. Yeah, it's, it's kind it's, of it's kind of like uh, this matte finish, basically, which is cool. Yeah, it doesn't sparkle. And then the starting price on the new F one fifty Tremor, which only comes as a crew cab short bed, is fifty one five. So about fifty one grand. And ours was an eye watering sixty eight thousand five dollars. Yes. So, so I'm going to cut to the chase, Andre. Yeah. I'm going to say at fifty thousand dollars, it's a hell of a deal. Uh, at sixty-eight thousand dollars, it's a tarted up F-150 Raptor. <laughs> yeah. I, no, it's just a tarted up F-150. It's a horrible way to say that, but it's true. You know, at the base price, it's actually a really good deal. Uh, but when you get to sixty-eight thousand dollars, at that point, just go to a Raptor. You might as well. You're already in Raptor pricing. So why, why, why? I guess, I guess, if you wanted the towing capability of the Tremor, so the Raptor, as we know, tows. Uh, eight thousand. Did they increase it? Yeah, no, it's now eighty-two hundred. Oh, one, yeah. one. Because <laughs> they had to better the, the TRX, TRX. Yeah. right? Right. <laughs> uh, and this this tow is what 10,900. 10, so if you want to tow more confidently, right, 
uh, if you want to tow slightly something that's a little bit heavier, I wouldn't recommend towing 10.9, right? Uh, when you're at the limit, you know, that's not a good experience for towing. But if you want to bring like an 8,500-pound camping trailer or something of that sort, I think the Tremor would do a great job. Our Tremor had almost 1,600 pounds of payload, which is, once again, a very usable number, right? That means you can bring the trailer and your family and everything else uh, together with you. Um, and maximum payload is around like 1,800 pounds if you have a base Tremor yeah. uh, option. Yeah, now the, the thing that, you know, I like about the Raptor, which this unfortunately doesn't have, is it's got kind of that floaty Baja truck ride, which translates to, you know, a really great highway ride. Uh, this rides more like a traditional F-150, uh, which, you know, there's a hint of like, this is a truck. The Raptor is, you know, if, if you were to do a, a scale, on the left side of the scale is, you know, truckiness with the heavy-duty trucks, like a dually being there, right, where they just ride horribly if they're not loaded. Right. Leaf springs, the back end's bouncing around, you know, like uh, a bad uh, Cart. rap video, <laughs> a bad twerking rap video. Okay. Uh, and on the right side of that scale is like, you know, a dialed in race tuned Baja truck, right? right. Uh, the Raptor is more on the right side. Uh, Dually is more on the left side. This is somewhere kind of in the middle. So there's still that hint of like, this is a truck that is a tool versus a truck that is, you know, a, 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 a Baja racing monster that can go over, um, bumps and jumps and ruts with, with very little uh, discomfort in the cabin. And, and that, that would be my biggest complaint of it as, uh, as a long-distance tour. And let's, I would say out of all the vehicles in the world, full-size pickup trucks or heavy-duty trucks are the best road trip vehicles. So it's already starting as a great road trip vehicle, right? Because it's how, roomy. It's, you can put stuff into 18 it. 18 million cup holders. <laughs> yes. You know, you've, you, you're, you're way up high. You're looking over traffic. You've got all-wheel drive. You've got two-wheel high. You've got two low. So if the weather turns bad, you're good. Uh, you feel like you got a lot of metal around you. So if, you know, a little one of those little car things <laughs> gets in your way, <laughs> you're not going to be in any danger. Um, and, you know, you're about the same height as a semi, well, a little bit below a semi-truck driver, but nevertheless, you're kind of, you know, more on par with them. Uh, and so, so yeah, trucks are great. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it, it does kind of fall into that crack in between the Raptor and, you know, a regular F-150. So I guess I, I would say if you're going to go for that Raptor, just go for the Raptor. It, this feels special, but the Raptor feels really special. Well, yeah. So especially at sixty-eight grand. Yeah, at sixty-eight, fifty-five. So, it's a bargain. Yeah. If if you so here's how I would configure a Tremor, and I want to talk about power plant in a second. But if I was to to get a Tremor F one fifty, I would get I would start with the base one at like fifty-one, add the towing package, which I think you need like a camera package as well and something else, um, and then also add the front torsion. Yeah. I think that's really important because in the, the most tricky off-road situations, you want the front end also to help you out and to be able to transfer power side to side. Not as good as a locker, but darn near Yeah, close. it's very close to that. And that would take you to about 55 grand. I think at that price, it's very competitive against, you know, the top of the lines, you know, Rebels and Trail Bosses and other trucks. Um, and it's still, you know, tows and hauls a lot of weight. At 68 grand... Well, the Raptor starts at 65, if you can ever find one, which you probably won't. Won't, yeah. Um, but if you're in that $70,000 range, I would say go for the, uh, now, the Raptor. Now, the one that we had, which was the last gen, that one was 77000 uh, Fully loaded. Fully loaded. Yeah. That had yeah. every option on it. Uh, the thing that I also miss, which is weird, and I hate to say this, but it's true, 
what they did with the tremor is they gave it the Raptor exhaust, right? So now you uh, have those twin exhaust pipes. Yeah, those twin exhaust pipes that come out the back, uh, behind and underneath the bumper, as opposed to on the side. Um, but with the Raptor, you get you do get the high output three five, so you get a little bit more horsepower. But you also get that augmentation where you know depending on what mode you're in, um, Ford fakes the fact that you've got like. A V8 versus a twin turbo V6. It's a sound enhancement. I, yeah, that's the only way I could put yeah. it, right? They're faking a V8. Uh, this doesn't have it. So this truck, at least I couldn't find it. Maybe I was in the right mode. But in just normal driving mode, there's no sound enhancement. And it's super quiet. Uh, so if you love super quiet trucks, you know, well, you're going to be comfortable in the wrong, gonna, on a long yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be in hog heaven. But I like to hear I like to hear a little hint of that rumble, right? It just makes me like feel like I've got something, you know, I'm packing something under the hood, if you know what I mean, Andre. <laughs> Whereas here I felt like I was packing nothing. Well, so let's talk about this. First of all, I want to comment on the ride because um, I have an FX4 F-150. Yeah. Uh, basically, the level below this, the FX4 package. This ride, I noticed, maybe a little squishier. I can tell because I think the tires are a little bit squishier. You know, they're a little bit larger. So um, I think it's tiny bit comfier I, going. I, I, you have to admit, you've got the world's smallest wheels Wheel. and tires combo. Um, well, I have an truck. XL, dude. I have an XL. You, I have you, a work you, truck. You have the steely work truck option. And so it's going to ride like a truck with, you know, very small steelies. But it's not bad. My F-150 is still bad, not no. bad. No, it's but not it, awful. It's the exact opposite of what, like, the TRX or Raptor have. If right. If you want to think about that, if you thought of what's the opposite of, like, a 35 on a Raptor, it's Andre's truck. Oh, really? It is. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not, I'm not dissing it, but it's true. Okay, yeah. I, mean, I, I want to upgrade my tires no, no matter what. Even you probably saw a TFL off-road video where I really struggled in my FX4, uh, and the Tremor didn't care. Really. Yeah, so talk about that. So you took it uh, – well, before I could talk about Moab, talk about what happened when you took it um, into Colorado off-road and compared it to your truck. Yeah, so Nathan drove the Tremor. Mm -hmm. I drove my truck, which is a new F-150 FX4. Nathan was behind the wheel of the Tremor. We went to the Ironclads, which is a trail we like to use here nearby um, in Colorado because it has a couple steps. So basically, you have to climb a couple of these steps and it tests the approach angle in a very big way. And then there is the Razor Rocks that kind of puts you sideways and really tests your articulation and your grip and your tires. And your paint. And your paint, uh, it tests your, you know, the size of your truck, maneuverability of your truck. And um, I went first on purpose. So I cleared the first step because I took slightly easier line. I knew I had the chin hanging down, yep. right? Uh, I knew my approach angle wasn't great. Um, so I took a slightly easier line over and I could just position my truck. I went over it. Then I couldn't make it over the Razor Rocks, just didn't have enough clearance my tires were getting squished and pinched you know i was i was so close to popping my tire and that would be a bad day you know changing a tire off-road and the razor rocks that'd be a really bad day yeah that would be a very bad day so i backed down nathan approached the steps no problem he has a brand new skid plate you know design on the tremor uh better approach angle better almost every angle is better and then he had enough clearance and traction to just climb over Razor Rocks like it wasn't even there. Mm. Yeah. So there, that's the difference, really, in the end. Yeah, but there's an important difference that uh, we need to also point out, Andre, and this is a kind of almost a deal breaker in my mind. Your truck has the inverter that produces six, no, 7.2 kilowatt hours of power out the back. Kilowatts, yeah. Yeah. 
kilowatt, sorry. And the battery is what? 1.5 kilowatt hours, right? Exactly. Uh, that option is not available in the Tremor for some no, reason. No, it's not. And there's only one engine choice. So the Tremor currently is only available with a 3.5 EcoBoost, which is a twin turbo V6. So it's not a V8. It's not a hybrid. It's not a smaller EcoBoost. It's just one engine, 400 horsepower, 500 pound-feet of torque, which is, you know, quite a lot of power. And we actually also have another video coming up on TFL Truck soon where I did a night gauntlet with Mr. Truck. So Mr. Truck and I took it up the mountain. Um, so that's coming very and, soon. And ironically or, or interestingly, you towed up the F100. Yeah, I, we towed the old truck yeah, uh, up there cool. as, Ford as, a, as, Ford. as, a, know, as the, a weight. The manufacturers don't like when we tow new trucks, so... That Ford is <laughs> of any brand. <laughs> of any brand, they don't like seeing a truck on a trailer. Period. Right. Uh, and I, I, I get that. You know, you, you've got this new truck, and it suggests that there's an issue with it. Uh, so our, uh, our 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 stunt truck, stunt truck <laughs> is our '65, 1965 Ford F100, which looks cool and is heavy. Uh, how much is it weigh? Like it's like eight thousand, right? When you put it well on together the with the trailer, yeah. it's like eighty one hundred pounds. Yeah. So that's pretty heavy trailer. Which, which also lets you max out the TRX, which you also did. Mm -hmm. So there's an icon coming a raw and an edit. I got I gauntlet uh, with the with the truck maxed out. And by the way, guys, if you want to stay up on all of our videos, you're like, oh my God, there's so many videos. That's how I feel half the day. <laughs> I just go to tfl-studios.com uh, and we put our podcast or videos or news stories up there and you can see everything. So we did it's it in one a, place. Yeah, yeah, it's a one-stop shopping place. That's where I go in the morning. I use it as an app on my phone. So I just have it as a little web app on my phone and then I can see all the stories and click through the ones that I want to watch, listen, or read. Yeah. Anyway, so you were saying, Andre, sorry, I, I, I really well, no. interrupted you. No, no, no. Uh, this is a really great discussion, I think. And um, it also will get to your question from Patreon in a second. Um, but I think it's a missed opportunity here for Ford. Because when I was first looking at the Tremor, when the news came out, I thought the 5-liter Coyote would be perfect. Right? W why not? Because, you know, those people who love the Raptor will get it. Those people who want V8s. Why not this, right? So a little V8-powered, you know, slightly less capable but more affordable uh, Tremor V8 could have been awesome. Or maybe even a hybrid, right? So a hybrid for an extra power. Although this truck also has a 2-kilowatt uh, plug. It does so, have a 2-kilowatt so plug. It's not the 7.2, right. but it's the 2-kilowatt plug, which is you know offers you less power but more than some other trucks. Yeah, so, I mean, a 2-kilowatt plug is something like, uh, I don't know, like you could potentially charge up. Well, you can run a blender. Run a blender, charge <laughs> a coffee maker. Uh, you could. I don't know if you could charge up like a, a very quickly, like a like a electric lawnmower. Say we're using it for a landscape business. I'm not sure two kilowatt would be enough. I think you'd want that. I think you could charge it, but not quickly. Not quickly. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the seven two, and we actually tried to power a house. Yeah. with a hybrid yeah uh that was another story um but you can approach you know you can run bigger items can, maybe like an air conditioner can you power like a, a non-rechargeable chainsaw with a electric chainsaw with a, a with a two kilowatt you might be able to. Uh, you might be able to because I, I the 400 watts don't do that those, no. those guys are useless no i mean it's just enough to turn the motor yeah. but as soon as you put right. resistance right. into it it, does, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't, doesn't work, do yeah. anything so two two kilowatts is actually decent. You can run your campsite, maybe lights, maybe something else uh, for your camp. Uh, so, you can definitely run. So anyway, I drove this thing, you know, for seven hours and it was comfortable. Um, fuel economy, uh, once again, it's it's eco, eco boost or echo boost. I don't, it's always confusing. <laughs> it's either boost or echo. 
<laughs> eco, right? You, you never get both. I think I averaged right around 16 and a half, something like that, 17 miles, going but, by what the truck said, if I remember right. So I, mean, I remember yeah, seeing 16 a lot. Yeah, yeah. 16 and a half, probably yeah, 17. Yeah. So here's the deal. When you lift the truck, uh, remove the chin, yeah. put bigger tires on it, your efficiency is going to go down. Oh, for sure. And, and EPA rates this truck at lower levels. So it's about 20 on the highway is the EPA rating. You were going probably 75, speed limit, yeah, 80. Uh, yeah, 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 sure. Uh, sure, Andre, 75. That's what I was going <laughs> We'll go with that. I'm just talking about speed limits, okay? Yes, I'm, so, I'm saying we'll go with that. So higher speeds, these trucks, even my hybrid. Dude, my hybrid, I, I took it to Albuquerque um, a couple of months ago for the, with the family. And you would think it's an efficient truck, right? But as soon as you're going 75 with all the air resistance, my efficiency was like 21 and a half. So it dropped also. So as soon as you're pushing that brick through the wind, um, no matter what you do, it's it's, it's going to be you know less efficient. Yeah, yeah. Especially in Utah, I was doing 75. <laughs> <laughs> Where the speed limit is 80, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yes, let, let's just say I was going at the upper end of the speed limit. Uh, so that probably didn't help my fuel efficiency. But I wasn't you know hauling anything except ass. <laughs> 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 but but let's talk about the uh, off-road ability of this truck. Uh, yeah. So I get to Utah. Uh, I'm driving it around. You know, it's fine. It's good. And then I get uh, to you know go up to Hell's Revenge uh, and take it up over one of the baby lion's backs. And uh, you know, I had the same problem with this truck that I have with every modern truck, and that is um, m- modern full-size truck. And we just had the same issue, I think, with the Toyota Tundra TRD Pro. The sight lines are atrocious. There's no other way to say it. Uh, you know. So go, when you went up. When you're going climb. up, all you see is sky, and when you're going down, all you see is uh, like you know, like n- nothing in front of you, but maybe 20 feet ahead of you. So if, if there was a precipice right before, right be, you know, right in front of your wheels, you would just go flying over it. Uh, they're just they're just so tall and boxy and square now, so aggressively like style that as an off-roader. Uh, um, they're pretty uh, terrible <laughs> in terms of sight lines. Uh, and Ford, of course, understands that. And the manufacturers are now giving you more cameras to help you. Uh, and so Ford does have the front-facing cameras. Uh, the problem with cameras is uh, they just don't give you a sense of depth, right? Like when you look out, you know, like, oh, that's probably like 10 feet in front of me. When you look at the camera, you're like, is it 10 feet? Is it 20 feet? Is it 5 feet? You really can't but tell. But at least it's a guide, kind of a guideline, right? It's kind of a guideline. Yeah. But... So- but it's better than none having it. I recently was in the Bronco off-roading it at this um, off-road um, kind of a challenging obstacle. And the camera did help me because I knew my line was c- correct. I, didn't, I couldn't tell the depth perception, but I, at least I knew <laughs> that I was on the right track and then I could navigate into this ravine. So, so I was reading the comments on my video I did it by myself, right, because there was nobody there. And one of the guys said, hey, you know, you should do it the old-fashioned way. That's like look out the window because <laughs> I was highlighting the camera. So I'm like, I'm like looking out the window of, 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 a, tre- a, cliff. of, of a tremor is kind of like the equivalent of, of like wheeling the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> and you're on top and you're like, oh, oh I can see where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing that's going to help you looking out the window. You are so far from that front wheel or rear wheel, and you're so high up. It doesn't necessarily help. Plus, the sight lines, once again, are so horrendous. It, it doesn't doesn't actually do you anything. It's, it's probably because in the front, they gave it a unique hood. So now the hood, so the Ford F-150 has a, its own hood. The Raptor has a different hood. Now the Tremor has a different hood, and it's kind of got this bulge. It's a little bit taller in the middle. Yeah, and I, I love so. the functional air scoops. Non-functional. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. I know. I so, think the only functional air scoop is a TRX that actually does suck in air from that big... Or heavy-duty trucks. Or heavy-duty trucks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the Chevys also have functional head scoop, uh, air scoops, right? The new yeah, ones, yeah. yeah. So, so, but you know what I like about the mirrors? I don't know if you noticed this, but the side mirrors on the new Fords, uh, if you get the standard mirror, it's kind of a lower. It's mounted a little bit lower than the others. Yeah. So if you look into the side on the highway, for example, you have pretty good sideways view um, towards, or maybe like an intersection. So I like that point. But in the front, all you see is basically hood, right? Now, I, I've been kind of, you know, whining and moaning a lot about the things I don't like. So let me talk about the things I really thought were thoughtful and very useful. So uh, Ford does this uh, uh, thing now where you can fold the uh, gear selector down and then you can flip the armrest forward so that you have this giant surface. Uh, I went to uh, my little taco place. Uh, I, I found that extremely useful for having my fajitas. So you were chilling in your truck? I was chilling eat. in my truck, <laughs> listening to Howard Stern. And eating your tacos? And eating my tacos wow. and fajitas. It was really nice. So I, I think that was a really useful feature. I also love uh, the giant screen and the newest version of Sync. I forget which one it is, but it works really well. Yeah, it's like Sync 4, but yeah. not the electric like it's not, not the electric. It's not, it's not the newest one. It's, it's not like not the, the newest one. It's but not it's, the four A. It's still good. Yeah, it's I'm a little tired of the blue. I think Ford. Okay, we we get it. It's your corporate color. <laughs> Enough of the different shades of blue. But nevertheless, it works. And then you you can split the screen in half. So like on the right side, you can have nav, and in the middle, you can have like you know your main uh, entertainment, and it works really well. And then I also love the fact that you you've got separate buttons for your HVAC. Uh, so you know you can obviously do cool seats. Heated seats. I think they actually are cool. They might be not just vented, but chilled and vented. Um, you also have, uh, you know, a, a relatively uh, good display in front of you. So, you know, you, you, you see just exactly the speed limit that you're not doing <laughs> displayed in front of you, right? Right, sure. Very yeah. boldly. Uh, and then... Uh, uh, I, I thought the seats were exceptional. I thought they were very comfortable uh, mm. for a long distance ride. I've got lower back issues, and you know, I, like I said, I spent 14 hours in this thing. So you can control the lumbar, right? You can control the lumbar. I, I didn't try. Does this one? Did the, did the Tremor have the fold flat seat? You know, I didn't try it. No, I don't, I don't think it does. And don't quote me on this. Uh, but <laughs> I, I think only like the King Ranch and the Platinums. And some of those luxury trucks. So, so I almost tried it because I, I get to Moab, right, at night. It's like 9 o'clock now, or I think I left you like at 1 or something. I get there at night, and I'm expecting like old Moab where you pull in. And it's November, right? Oh, actually, October. It's October. It's not like you're in the middle of the high season. And I was expecting, like, I could get a hotel room for like 115 bucks. <laughs> no way, dude. They were like 300 bucks. Really? And they, and they were barely gettable. Barely gettable. Shoot. Yeah. I, I was able to find finally one for like 250 or 260 uh, and so I was like, I wonder if this thing has the full down seat because I don't know if I want to be, <laughs> if I want to be hanging in a hotel or if I want to be spending the night in the truck. Yeah, so that I, I would hate to sleep in it all night, no Moab, matter how it reclines. Moab has blown up. <laughs> yeah, too much, too yeah. many people, too many cars. Uh, you know, it used to be this kind of, you know, out of the way, incredible kind of a play, pl uh, playground, town. and now with I think side by sides are are really the, the the catalyst for this. Or maybe it's our fault. It could be do, our do fault. It, Sorry, do. guys. If you used to go to Moab like me back in the 90s, and now it's like this, oh, my gosh, this playground for everybody. And it's Sorry. growing, and the people are building new houses, new condos, everything. Um, so here, should we get to this question from Corey? Yeah, let's read the on, question. On Patreon.com. Yeah. 
Thank you, Corey, for supporting us. Uh, Corey says, help. Love the channels and would greatly appreciate some direction. He currently has a 2019 Rebel, Ram Rebel, with almost every option. Panoramic sunroof, Ram boxes, the 12-inch screen. Uh, he really likes it, but uh, he's ready to move on. He says, looking at a 2020 Raptor used um, compared to a 2021 F-150 trimmer, fully loaded like this truck, they're both at 70K. So a used second-gen Raptor, $70,000. Um, a Tremor is $70,000, like we just said. Um, am I going to be completely let down by the plastic interior in the second-gen Raptor compared to my Ram package, or should I go for the Tremor? Uh, so I don't so think you're going to be let down by the plastic interior, so but I would go for the Tremor. I'd go, I'd go for TRX. <laughs> if you can find one like we did for 77, you know, take out a longer loan, stretch for it, and get the truck right now that is, I think, the best truck on the market if you can afford 77,000. I just, I know I'm sounding like a Ram fanboy, but I just love 702 horsepower uh, in that truck. It's just magnificent. I'm not going to go into detail than that before, but yeah, I'd go for a Tremor uh, only if I couldn't get uh, a TRX. Uh, and, and Raptors, I don't know, dude, they're so. In a way, I think Raptor has become played out. I think I think I hate to say this, but I think Raptor um, has become like yesterday's news, maybe with the new R. But I, I think that the TRX came out of the blue, and uh, Ford wasn't ready for it, and now they're really struggling and really working hard to catch up. That doesn't mean Ford doesn't have a lot of great trucks or and or other vehicles, but right now the TRX, in my opinion, is certainly the one uh, that has the buzz and the limelight. So Corey also says. Um, is the Raptor worth the added performance uh, with a downgraded interior? But Corey, it just depends on what you want to do, right? So if you want, if you live in SoCal, um, you are from Southern California, uh, maybe you want to go into Mojave Desert and run fast. Or Pismo, go to the uh, beach. Sh sure. Uh, maybe you want to go to Baja, in fact, um, run fast. Maybe the Raptor would be better for that. Raptor, Fox Shocks, uh, they're designed for higher speeds, and so you can carry a little bit more speed when you're well, going off-road. I think, I think the, the issue with the latest generation Raptor is um, it just looks the same. Unless you see it next to the second gen, they, haven't, they didn't do enough to distinguish it from the old one, right? And I think Raptor people are uh, looking for the newest and the greatest, uh, and I think there was a little bit of uh, disappointment when we kind of uh, showed the next generation Raptor and it looked almost identical to the previous generation, right? They, they didn't like change a lot. They didn't, well, they, they, they fine-tuned it, right? Right. But, but they not, didn't like, they didn't step, like make a, make a huge leap. Yeah, especially, you know, since the TRX had already come out and, you know, we just went from 450 horsepower to 702 um, and now we're heading into 1,000 with the Hummer EV, right? It just felt like it was not enough uh, in, in the ongoing truck wars. Uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up, Andre, and this is interesting and we'd love to get your take on it, but let me get your take on it. So, so you know, there's this perception in the truck world um, or maybe in the car world about truck guys and gals, right? The truck buyers are the most loyal, brand-specific buyers in the market. So if you're a truck buyer, your dad was a truck buyer, and your dad's dad, your grandpa was a truck guy, and he drove, or gal, Chevy, you're going to drive a Chevy, and you know your family's going to drive a Chevy. And at least from the emails we're seeing and from the comments, you know, I think it's fair to say we're the largest truck publication in America right now. Uh, I'm not seeing that. Are you seeing that? 
I not, think people aren't really. like brand. Well, look at Corey. Yeah, exactly. He, he just has a Ram yeah. uh, Rebel. He's really interested in the Ford. Um, and I think it's I, become I, a lot more fluid. I think it's more feature oriented. It's more value, kinda, uh, capability, value oriented, maybe. Um, and I think I mean we're going to be exploring it because we're getting um, several trucks for long term, right? Uh, in the coming year, um, at least the first truck um, is going to be the Tundra, right? The, the new Tundra, like we announced. So I'm not seeing that either. Yeah, it's weird because uh, when I when we first started this, you definitely saw people who were like, you know, it's Chevy or it's Ford or it's Ram or it's nothing or even Nissan, right? And uh, Toyota, yeah, 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 or it's nothing. Uh, and now um, the, the one brand I think where you are seeing that more than the domestic brands, and I say domestic brands because it's it's much more complex. <laughs> it's never that simple, right? Because like like. For instance, Chevys are built in Mexico, whereas Toyotas are built in San Antonio. And so every time I say, like, the domestic brand, but they build the car in Mexico, and then Toyota <laughs> builds it in San Antonio, I'm like, I kind of scratch my head, and I'm like, wait, hold on. Yeah. Is, it, is it where the company is headquartered? Is it where the truck is built? Yeah, don't know. it's don't. complicated. But yeah. I, I think I see that most in the Toyota buyer. The Toyota buyers tend to be very brand loyal, and I think it's because uh, they value reliability, which is, of course, what Toyota um, has become known for. You see that especially in, like, the Tacoma. Yeah, right? and I, it, it, like overland trucks, four-wheel drive trucks. You know, I used to have a Tacoma. I'm getting another one, right? I see that a little bit too, uh, but not with bigger trucks, even heavy duties. You know, heavy duty, there was a lot of loyalty too because it's probably engine-based, right? I'm a Cummins guy or gal. Or, Duramax. Or I'm, a, I'm a Duramax or a Power Stroke person. Uh, but now, for example, our friend David, right? David Morrow. Yeah. He, uh, he was a huge time, GM guy. GM. Oh, GM, 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 GM. Now he just bought a Ram. Just bought, yeah, just bought a Cummins. <laughs> yeah. So, so he also likes the diesel, the Cummins diesel. Um, he even combined it. He put a Cummins in one of his GM, GMC trucks. So, so yeah, I think it's becoming more fluid. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but you know, the one distinction that I think is still there uh, that, that I think um, is real is that there is definitely a difference between truck guys and gals and car guys and gals. It doesn't mean car guys and gals don't have trucks and truck guys and gals don't have cars, but I, I think that there really is a real difference between the way that the two approach, uh, you know, uh, the vehicles. And, and I'm seeing that now, especially because there's this... Um, there's this wave of new trucks, right, that, that are more lifestyle trucks. So more people are getting uh, into, like, overlanding. Uh, and, and it's like there's this progression, right? You start out uh, with a Subaru, let's say, uh, and then you put a rooftop tent on a Subaru, uh, and you find out that, you know, you're quickly exceeding that vehicle's capability because, let's say, you want uh, to put a three-person rooftop tent on it, and the thing is only good for a two, or you want to tow a small trailer, and you find out that immediately when you, when you start towing anything over, let's say, 1,500 pounds, it's you, no good. It's no good. Yeah. And then, then you're like, well, maybe I need something a little bit bigger, and that's when you start looking at, like, small trucks, Right, uh, and then I, I've seen like people who have never been truck buyers, all of a sudden realize that a small truck is great. But you know what? It'd be much more comfortable <laughs> if I was, you know, if I was hauling that, let's say, you know, um, Airstream, right? The big yeah, one, not the yeah, small one. Yeah. Or even the small one. Even if you take the small one. Well, the small um, one is like three thousand pounds. The yeah. big one is like eight thousand right, pounds. Right, right. And then you yeah. realize you realize that you know what? All of a sudden, the vehicle I'm using is, and, and and eventually, you end up with you know wanting more and more capability, and and you end up kind of educating yourself to the benefits of what a pickup truck brings to the table. Right, a pickup truck is much more of a tool, and it always has been much more of a tool uh, than a car. 
You know, a car is a form of transportation. A pickup truck is a tool for a lot of work functions, including hauling and towing, of course. And and th- that benefit also then extends to, you know, like overlanding or uh, a lot of other things. And and from a, like a traditional car media journalist point of view, which, which, which is what I'm seeing, they're always like, hey, you know, a truck is good for if I need to go get some like soil. <laughs> For the garden, right? Yeah, or rock. Or, or I have a friend who's moving. I can put a couch. But that's not, I, I don't think that's how most people use their trucks, right? In like Texas, the truck is a family hauler. It's a family truckster. It, it's the thing that you buy if you need something, not to move your family, but to just have as a vehicle. Uh, and, and that golf is, is certainly there versus the, you know, I'm a Chevy guy or gal or I'm a Ford guy or gal. Yeah, and I think, um, especially when you look at enthusiasts, right, and a car or a truck can be expression of your personality, right? And and we're seeing that more and more be- with these special trends, right, where you have different colors, different options, different uh, capabilities, and maybe a car person is more interested in that lap time, let's say, right? Maybe they want to take it on a weekend somewhere or in- go in the canyons, carve some canyons, then they are talking about tires and compounds and suspension lowering kits um, and then the truck person might talk about lifting the truck right and just kind of different um, different goals I guess or different uh, lifestyles the other thing I think that's you know you know everybody thinks uh, that like the crossover and SUV are having their moment I actually think trucks are having their moment and I think one of the factors that is uh, driving that are toys right Toys have become a, a huge thing in American in, in terms of your lifestyle, right? Here in Colorado, and I don't know, you know, I grew up in Chicago, so it's a little different there, but certainly here in Colorado, you don't use your garage anymore <laughs> to put your car into, right? You use your garage to store your toys, to store your bikes, your skis, your, <laughs> your trailers, your trailers, your side by side. And when, 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 you know, and, and when you have a lot of toys, or you're aspired to have a lot of toys, you need to move around those toys. Uh, and there's nothing better than a truck to do that because even as big as a crossover SUV is, at some point you're going to run out of room and you're certainly not going to you know, slide a side-by-side into the back of your... Uh, Suburban. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Outback. <laughs> All right, Andre, in the last few minutes that we have left, uh, let's talk about some truck news. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. So uh, let's talk about the GMC. We haven't talked about that. Um, tell me about the GMC. Speaking of premium off-road trucks, yes. and very nice ones and very expensive ones. So GMC for 2022, they just redesigned uh, their Sierra 1500s. The highlight of that news was two new trim levels. One was 84X, which is basically almost a competitor, I would say, to the Tremor uh, in a way. And also some of the more premium trucks like the Rebel with all the features and options. It's not quite a Raptor, right? Because the new 84X uh, is riding on 32s, does have a new very uh, um, fancy suspension, uh, redesigned springs, and then it's uh, spool valve shocks. So, and very luxurious on the inside. So, and the starting price, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, 74,995. So wow. 75. So and what, this is fully loaded. So what's the difference between the Silverado ZR2 and the GMC? Almost just the interior and trims and tires. So the Chevy Silverado ZR2 has the same basically suspension design, uh, slightly different interior trim, and then the tire is slightly different. The ZR2 is riding on a 33-inch tall tire. The 84X is on the 32. 
and uh, the GMC is positioned as a more luxury option, right? So you get in it, there is special stitching and leather everywhere. There's, um, you know, very nice materials throughout. So it's really a premium truck that can go off-road. Which uh, of the two would you get? If you, you know, you went to the unveiling of both, which one, which so, one struck your fancy, Andre? Ooh, the ZR2. Really? The ZR2. But you know what? We don't know the price on it yet. Mm. So I'm expecting Chevy um, to price it more aggressively. You know, price it, uh, talk, you know, um, just I'm, I'm hoping in the 60s, maybe low 60s, maybe high 50s. Um, I think they need to be very aggressive with that truck. But it just spoke to me more. You know, uh, it spoke to me because it's a little bit more, you know, I I'm not a luxury truck guy. You probably can tell <laughs> because I own a uh, work truck. Uh, but I, I like that off-road capability. So the ZR2 spoke to me a little bit more. I'm a luxury truck guy if it's someone else's money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk about uh, the Cummins. Uh, what's, going on? what's going on with that now? We've got issues with... Uh, um, them not being able to be parked indoors anymore. All right, Andre, let's finish this podcast up with the uh, new Cummins. Well, one more time. Hey, Andre, let's finish up on the Cummins news. Uh, apparently, like the Bolt now, you can't park it indoors. Right, so the, there's a recall on the new 2021 and 2022 Ram heavy-duty Cummins power trucks related to their um, an issue of possible fire risk related to their grid heater on the intake system. And uh, f uh, Ram has already talked about it on their website. They're going to notify owners about 131,000 trucks are affected. So you have to watch out for those. And of course, uh, other manufacturers and other truck makers have, well, every truck has a recall, but this is a kind of a f one that affects a lot of people. I, the best comment I read on your story that you did over at TFL Now, yeah. was somebody was like, well, now where do I park my Bolt? Well, because the bolt is also a fire risk and you have to park it outside also. Um, yeah. Well, there you have it, guys. Yeah. Uh, we've got, of course, more news over at uh, tfl-studios.com where Andre keeps you up to date on everything that's happening in the truck world. Uh, and thank you to our Patreon members, Andre. Uh, yes. And uh, thank you guys for watching uh, and listening. Uh, yeah. And as always, uh, remember, you saw it first. At the tfltruck.com. On the fast lane truck, Andre. Yes. See you guys next time. Ciao. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.